Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. New Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn trailer is released. Batman is filming and we've got the photos to prove it. Joaquin Phoenix wins a Golden Globe and goes directly to jail today and more on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, <laughs> there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Yeah! 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 Welcome! I'm honestly, I just need to let you know how impressed I am that you even can say the title of this movie still. I can't believe I got that in one. I was like, "There's, we are going to have to take a second take for sure. Got it in one. That title, baby. <laughs> that title. That may have been like the second time I've actually said the title, period. Yeah. I never have. I stumbled <laughs> over it every single yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been hosting the show for a long time, and I can't get the title well, right. Well, I... Birds th- that Harley movie. I think, yeah, I think after five or six years, however long we've been doing this, <laughs> there's a certain level of professionalism that our... Um, our um, yeah, constituency is entitled to. Yeah. And I'm happy to uh, help, uh, you know, do my part to deliver some of it. There we go. And fart noises. That's Roxy Stryer. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Roxy Stryer. Me. What's up? The crown jewel of DC Movie News. Roxy Stryer that is, is here. That is me. I am she. Happy to be here and not in jail somewhere. What? Uh, wow. and, <laughs> on top of it, Ryan. Yes. And joining us again, once again, we have BC in the house. How are you, my friend? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, man, it's good to be back. It's been a, it's been a while. So How you, you doing? How yeah, you when was doing? the last time you were in here? 2018. I wouldn't. I was. I don't even think I got to LA in 2019. Two zero one eight. Yeah, it's been over a year. So. And so, and 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 where do people know you from? Can you give us a little? Uh... uh, man, I got my own podcast. It is what it is with the jackass, and I help out with the schmodown a lot, mostly backstage stuff. Yeah, he's like the official security of us too. You know, I feel real safe with these. But 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 based (laughs) mostly in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I know a good good friend of uh, Mr. J. Quasto too. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm actually wearing a T-shirt with Johnny on it. Me and Johnny. Oh, so look in the spirit (laughs) of our uh, of our uh, 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 former co-host done good, done good in the world of wrestling. We have a good friend. So yeah, buddy. Uh, we are all very happy to be here to bring you some of the latest in DC movie news here on the Popcorn Talk Network. And uh, 2020 is off with a bang in the world of DC. We've got big stories to talk about, as we mentioned in that preamble. Uh, first off, let's just jump right in. And the fact that we uh, alluded to is that we have a new trailer for the, the movie that is coming in less than a month. Like 27 days, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous. Is less than one month? It's less than a month away. Wow-wee, baby. And this is only the second trailer. This is really That's the second full trailer. Yeah. Like, I mean, and really the most... To me, it's the, it's the trailer. It's, yeah, because yeah. the other one felt more like a teaser, to mm-hmm. be quite honest. So now we actually... 
Okay, so earlier in the week, we had this great emancipation uh, TV spot where it was kind of just Harley Quinn talking about being emancipated from the Joker. And that was a great spot. And I thought we'd be talking about that. And then out of nowhere, surprise, we get this full, ridiculous trailer yesterday. So that was kind of wild because we have a uh, DC movie news text chain. Shout out to John for still being on there. I was going to call him Johnny, but he's official. <laughs> John Quasto. Oh, right. John Quasto. John Quasto is still on there with us. Uh, and I love that. But it was funny because Ryan had texted us, our amazing producer, Ryan Nelson, had said to us, uh, hey, guys, can you do trailer reactions for this? And Mike wrote back. I watched this morning, didn't realize it was going to be a new trailer because he probably just yeah. clicked on yeah. because none of us knew it wasn't like all the other ones we've known in advance. But Mike probably just saw like, oh, this is the Harley Quinn trailer again. OK, I'll, I'll watch it. And it was a brand new trailer. Yeah. I mean, and, and for me, the questions like I've been really looking forward to see. All right. Like we kind of had the idea of what the tone was, but what does the action look like? And I think. This really introduced all the elements that we were waiting to see. We got Huntress named, right? Yeah. We have uh, Montoya named. People were saying, where's the black mask? Oh, you get plenty of black yeah, mask yeah, like, uh, in this one. That first teaser, I was like, oh, so this is going to be one of those things that he doesn't put that mask on until like the third act. At no. The very, no, looks like he's going full-fledged in it. They show us both gorgeous Ewan McGregor. There we go. I, I, I can say Fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn's okay, but Ewan McGregor, we can't get. Good thing it wasn't in the cold open. Oh, he gets me tongue-tied. I get that. Um, okay, so so you got that, and then um, we also get a lot of action. Yeah. Um, and we get hyenas. The, we that get, was dope. Yeah, what, that little tag yeah, there? Yeah, that little tag with the hyena and naming him Bruce after this weird billionaire. Hunky dude. I thought that that, I thought that, that was cute, but also uh, scary looking. That mm -hmm. hyena, like, freaked oh, me. Oh, it was I mean, disturbing it looking. It was a disturbing looking cat. No, and, and as it should be, but I think it's, is it more dog than cat? And, uh, well, cat, I meant, like, you're a cool cat. I didn't right. mean cat, like, the actual animal, you Because know? it is, I mean, it's a hyena. Ryan, that's a canine animal, yes? Yes, and I was, I was... Wow, you can't do you think that beginning of the trailer that they there's a big explosion and there was some people online theorizing that maybe she just killed the Joker? Oh, because we see what is it? Axis chemicals, yeah. right? Classically, Aces chemicals, Aces chemicals yeah. right? Yeah. Axis chemicals in Ace the Ace chemicals, eighty nine, eighty nine. Yeah. For me, uh, just in general, I want to say that this is the trailer because. It gave us plot enough to now have piece together what this story mm -hmm. is, right? So Harley Quinn, we already know from the title, Fabulous Emancipation, mm -hmm. that she's getting emancipated. But now we know so are the rest of the girls um, from whatever that means. They're, they're leaving that aspect of their life that they need to leave or they're joining together because um, of safety purposes or whatever they need to do to get together. So I like the setup for it. I like the setup of why we're going after Black Mask. I think that this showed more of the girls together and also that one line when Harley is like, you are so cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I really like that moment. Yeah. I, th I just think that we get a little bit of plot. We get a little bit of this thing that uh, Margot Robbie's been talking about, this 
otherworldly thing mm-hmm. that it's not grounded that it's bizarro and the colors and the lights and the everything that we've been hearing about this movie this finally made me feel secure going in secure to the point that I'm a little nervous because yeah. I'm feeling really confident now right maybe somebody should knock me <laughs> so down so your level of anticipation has increased from this latest trailer Sky I like it I like that they, they kind of showed us like hey you know everyone has their issue with Black Mass that's why this crew is together and because that going into it, that was my problem. I was, like, I was like, why is Harley working with these vigilante hero types? So now we kind of see, oh, like they, Black Mass is coming after all of them. So they all have to work together to go after him. Yeah. So I, I think the audience needed that yeah. a little bit to know what are we getting ourselves into? Curious in this? the uh, chat roll, please chime in right now. If you're uh, if you're listening to the show right now, um, Uh, what did this last trailer do for your level of anticipation? I mean, because we've talked about before just kind of being unsure of what this movie was going to be. Like, I just didn't have a feeling. Now I do feel like I have a feeling of it. I'm certainly more excited for it now. I'm wondering what what people out there are And here's what we've got with some of the people in the chat, because I do just want to give them shout-out. Zeno Hour says, I think this movie will be good and surprise people. Yash says, it was a good trailer, but made no sense. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I I think the trailers don't really have to fully... Um, make sense. I almost prefer. Yeah. 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 Especially for something like this. Uh, Cole is a dreamer, says the trailer looks, and then fire emoji. Nigel Baker says hype, 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 hype. Uh, and then there's a lot of talk about what happened with Harley and Mr. J that made this all go down oh, oh. based off of that uh, her walking out scene. So Interesting. A lot well, of talk that's about what I was like, Ryan, Ryan had asked, you know, do yeah. you think we that he died in that opening little clip they showed us? I don't I think that's their way of going, maybe he did. We're not going to explain it. I think you're right. I think it's more important that she's destroying the relationship, mm-hmm. that the, the relationship was born there where she jumped into this vat of chemicals to make herself into a freak. I mean, at least sort of intimated by the lore of, of Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. We saw mm-hmm. she jumped in, she got freaky, uh, and now she's blowing that up. So I think that's more just that's the emancipation. Now, I don't know if it, if it's literal that we're going to see a corpse yeah, or they're killing no. that Joker. I don't think that's the point. But now it's like we we don't have to explain where he is because we think maybe he was in there, maybe he wasn't, but we don't have to explain it because it's off camera. We split up on mutual terms. <laughs> I, I think what's great uh, about that is is the fact that they are not shying away from addressing that this is still part of the universe. Because remember, we had talks earlier on about this parallel universe. Adam, remember when that was a big story for us, that this is taking place a parallel timeline or parallel... Right, like it's not right, a direct, direct sequel direct. or so anything So people like were worried that there was going to be no mention of Joker, no mention of Batman, but just in this trailer alone, we have mm-hmm. mentions of both. So I think that that's pretty cool. And then I also think, in terms of the unreliable narrator that we've spent a lot of time discussing, because the Joker... Mm-hmm. also had an unreliable narrator. Um, but when we're in that story, you don't necessarily know he's unreliable until something happens, right? So right. in this story, they're off the bat showing us she's calling this a mutual decision as you see a building burning behind her. <laughs> yeah. Clearly she's unreliable. Clearly what she says and what's actually happening are not true. So I like that this is taking a different tone and they're laying that all out there for you where it's like, she's unreliable, but you know that, so joke's on you if you're trusting a word she says. Yeah. Which uh, is really cool. 
Um, and and that and you see that unreliability even when she's relating to other people on the team. Like she's like, oh, we're friends now. They're like, Who, what are you talking God, about? Right. Yeah. Like so, I still love this idea that like yes, they're forming a team, but I'm almost wondering like how much is Harley really a part of that team, or is she just like showing up? Like there's there's still a lot of mystery out there. It looks like uh, we're hearing a lot of positive feedback in the chat roll. Um, you know, most people I've seen uh, anticipation gone from seven to a nine. If a couple of people said didn't look, move the needle, uh, someone was asking if it's rated R. Yes, it definitely is. Um, and of course, thank you, Anthony McIntosh, for checking out Doghouse in Chicago. That's very exciting. Yeah, thank baby. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, eat my wieners all the time. Uh, Margot Robbie also was totally. is talking about the responsibility of adapting uh, beloved materials and uh, mm-hmm. characters like this. Uh, obviously, she feels the uh, it, it, the weight of the responsibility, right? I mean, and this is a character that she really has taken and run with uh, as a producer. Do you happen to have the uh, that? Uh, the thing that was said by her. As a, she she talked as a about producer. She I, talked about I, how uh, they were when they were casting Hermione for Harry Potter. I, she it was really important to her. So the, the quote um, is the way I feel about Harry Potter, or you feel about Harry Potter, is how some people feel about these comics. Robbie explained. Also, I'm going to switch to my Harley voice for the rest of this. I was 10 years old following exactly who they were casting for Hermione Granger. It meant so much to me. And when I heard Emma Watson as a kid saying, I love the Harry Potter books, I was honestly so happy. Hermione Granger loves the books. That's all I really wanted. Well, well said. Oh, and that's another thing. And finally, before we move on from uh, Birds of Prey stuff, what do you think about the fact that, like, She's really going more with that original Harley Quinn voice read than we're even getting on the animated show at this yeah. point right now. Yeah. So it's like a kind of a flashback to the uh, OG. Yeah, I, it's so interesting because I, for me, I don't hear Harley's voice. I don't hear Margot's voice when I think Harley in my head. I actually hear like Tara Strong a yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think most people probably do hear do hear Margot Robbie's voice when they think Harley Quinn. That probably is like the popular Harley Quinn voice at this point. I think after this movie it probably definitely will be and a lot more people will start to recognize that as it. Yeah, I kind of I kind of predict that too. We're on the same page. Uh, and, and it should go as no surprise, sort of related to this story, that we're hearing uh, uh, <laughs> that Gotham City Sirens is not necessarily happening anytime I soon. I love when stories like this come out. Because, like, uh-huh. I can't, I can't believe somebody had to say this out loud. But, yeah, uh, when asked about it, um, I believe it was Air that said, no, I think it's on pause. Uh, well, it's, it, it, it's funny that oh, – sorry, what were you going to say? Well, what's interesting about it is later on in the article he talks about how what it was going to be was Harley was going to try to do the thing with the birds of prey. It wasn't going to work out. She was going to go and become a Gotham City siren. And then eventually they were going to have a team-up movie where they got to face each other, and Harley's having to juggle both sides. That was the interesting thing about the article that I saw. Yeah. I I mean, on on hold, duh. Yeah. What we had heard heard prior to all of this when they were announcing movies was a Gotham City Sirens movie. Birds of Prey was not announced before Mm -hmm. Gotham City Sirens. Gotham City Sirens was announced before Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. So that fascinated me, too, about what the initial intent was because based on the timeline that we got, that wasn't what I assumed had happened. But sometimes we're not privy to information and which movies are a go before other ones. So this probably was – 
in talks prior to that, even though it wasn't released to us before that. When we got this one, I just figured, okay, so they just took the Gotham City Sirens script and revamped it into Birds of Prey. But it sounds like that's not but what no, happened. Not at yeah. all. No, it, it, this sounds more consistent with what we're hearing about how Warner Brothers is approaching the DC films. It's like they're putting a lot sort of into process, into development. Oh, that movie's ready to go? All right, let's do that. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's just really interesting that this story about a girlfriend of a version of the Joker is coming out right after Joker does so incredibly at the box office. And I'm wondering, if you, if you weren't us and you're not really inside on this, what do you think when, when, when the average sort of movie-going person sees this new Birds of Prey trailer related to the Joker film? Like, Are they connecting those dots or do you think people are just super savvy right now? I'm about 90% sure my mom has no idea what's going on in this trailer. Okay, okay. But when she says Joker, does she think about, I mean, clearly your mom must know about Joker, the Todd yes. Phillips movie. Yeah, and that like, is... like my mom even asked, like, do I need to see the Joker? I'm like, oh. Mom, okay, I so she thought they I were connected. I don't know if you need to see that, mom. Well, what about the Batman? I'm like, well, they're not really connected. I don't know the answer to your question, Adam, because I feel too far in this hole. Like, yeah. I, I'm so far in that when I'm always surprised when I go back to Boston for the holidays or anytime I am with my friends that are super removed from the industry that they say things like there was a – because I think everybody knows about the joke. There was a Joker movie this year? Like, straight up, no awareness of that. So I don't – Really? That you find people are unaware of that? That, that there even was a – Juggernaut? There was a Joker film this year. I, so, I find that in Texas all the time. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I would have to assume that the majority of the people who saw this trailer were not thinking, I wonder which Joker will, will – is. are they talking about Jared Leto or Joaquin Phoenix? But I don't think that that – I think they hear Joker. They know the character. They don't think like – Mm. Is Leto gonna? I, yeah. I think probably that's the case, but I am not the target person to ask that question. I feel like that's what what DC gets away with right now by having so many different universes in the public consciousness. Like Titans dealt with it great. Like mm. they're just making references. You get it. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to tie that Batman to a Batman that you saw. It's like all right, I know the history, and so they almost have that same tangential relationship wherever you pick it up. Like, that's a Joker. Get it. It's the Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, whether whatever he looks like, you know who the Joker is. Spencer Straub in the chat right now says, I think it's pretty clear that Joaquin's Joker is its own thing. So I, I, that seems to be the consensus among the people in the chat. I will say, by the way, guys, in case you are not joining us live right now, you can. We are live every single Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is on Popcorn Talks YouTube. We always look at the chat. We read everything that you guys have to say. I, I, I love incorporating you in the show because uh, especially you guys show us things that we've missed sometimes, give us a new perspective on things. If you don't feel like watching because you're driving and you're trying to be safe, also we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, everywhere that podcasts are. We are at all those places as well. Make sure if you are there, guys, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Right now we have over 200 people watching live, which we're so grateful for, but we have 46 thumbs up, so let's get those thumbs going. Also, subscribe to the channel, guys. Popcorn Talk has a ton of great stuff. I know we're not supposed to talk about the other team, but Marvel's got a pretty good show as well. Oh, they sure do. They do sure do. Hey, yo, hey, yo. R.I.P. Scott Derrickson, Doctor Strange. Um, Uh, You know. Yeah, wild. Wild. Um, Okay, so also, you know, the Birds of Prey soundtrack is also out, and right now, I know you could check out the uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Normandy Diamonds music video. That's up there. What, What just gave you a little pep in your step? I just the fact that I got through those artist names that I've never seen or said aloud before <laughs> uh, in front for of me. You. Good for I went you. through. And the, I was the, wondering the list. how obvious that was. I went through the list. I didn't know ninety percent of it. I know Megan the Stallion. 
Uh, and uh, what's her name? Smollett is actually doing a song on there. Too. She's doing the James Brown song. Mm-hmm. It's a man's work. Yeah. It but it wouldn't be nothing. nothing. Yeah. But those are the only two that I knew. Uh, well, that's exciting. Um, it's great when we get close to movie times and all that gets to happen. Uh, we also had a little bit of update, a little bit of uh, Flashpoint uh, uh, word. Just the, the idea that the word Flashpoint was mentioned by the director of the upcoming Flash movie. Muschietti, yeah. And what, what did he say? What did he say? Uh, he said it will be a, quote, different version of Flashpoint than you're expecting. Well, okay. So that is, all right, I break know. that down, because that is a lot to say. So because- this was, he went on the hashtag show, uh, and just so for anybody who's uh, newer to the fandom, there was all, there was supposed to be a Flash movie years ago, so probably it was actually slated for like 2018 initially, or something like that. Maybe 2017? I mean, we, we talked it was about slated for a long time ago, yet. but yeah, they were, we've gone through many, many different directors, uh, writers, all of the people, in and out, and uh, the show, the movie was announced to be Flashpoint, and then it was said that it was not going to be Flashpoint, and now it's going to be, again, a different version of Flashpoint than you're expecting. Okay, so what does that say to you, BC? We're completely resetting our Justice League. That's what I think it is. I but think wouldn't that be the in. same version of Flashpoint? No, because because in Flashpoint he eventually comes back and only like the minor little things are completely different. Like I think they're going to come in here and like, okay, Ben Affleck, Batman gone, Robert Pattinson, Batman maybe in. You know, like I think. But that's you what think after do. we see the Batman, we will see Flashpoint explaining how he got to be the Batman. No, it won't explain how he got to be, but it'll be a way to they can go. Okay, now we can do another Justice League movie. And insert in a new Batman, insert in a new cyborg, insert in a new whatever it is we want to do. New cyborg, Ray Fisher. In uh, yeah, my I, I don't. Forever. I don't know if they will do that or not. I hope not, but uh, I, I think that's what their plan is. Like we need to hit a pause and get something to where we can get a straight line going. Super duper need your guys' help at home on this one. What the hell does this mean? What does it mean? Uh, Ivan Soto says everything will be changed. Fergal says, yep, soft reboot. Uh, Sean Cal says, a flashpoint to save the DCEU. Uh, Manny Gonzalez says, why flashpoint? They have done it in Flash series as well as an animated movie as well. Manny, I will say they gave flashpoint one episode in the Flash yeah. series, so that wasn't ideal. And Tri- all it did was give Diggle a different child. Doom Tribe says, one step closer to the reboot that ties everything together between the Batman and why they keep, uh, like, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman with Flashpoint. Travis Gilbert says, I'd be happy with Flashpoint, but it's got to be done right. I want it to be good, but I don't know how to get Flashpoint to reset it like that without uh, it being a mess up. Adam, for me, I have to say, I think that this is a whack. I I don't know what a different version of a Flashpoint is, but I think doing Flashpoint right now is not a good idea. I do not think we need a Flashpoint right now. We need a Flash movie before we need a Flashpoint movie. What are we flashing from? What are we pointing from? Give me give me a give me a Flash movie. So much, you know, it's like it, it, it's it's great being in these early stages before they've you know the film is really in, even in like official pre production right like it's still a, f- a long way out so there's a lot to speculate on what I get out of this is that we're going to be messing around with some time travel stuff mm-hmm. that's really all I don't think we're going to do the dark Batman character but maybe we will maybe we will do maybe you know, I don't know I don't how know. far along is Ezra Miller and his journey as Barry Allen. Because we're going to see him straight up time travel? 
I mean, he's got a lot of he, he. If you guys remember, he's got a lot of learning to do, and it's been years, I guess. And maybe he's been. So doing what has that he been stuff. doing yeah, for the past been couple of years? I mean, maybe they. I think that's a good way to go with it. At mm-hmm. least that I like the idea. You know, because the other movies are still referencing all the stuff that that has happened within the the you know the the DC films. Um, yes, there are the big Batman and Superman questions out there. We always come back to that because mm-hmm. these are the only ones that we're pretty sure are rebooted. We still don't even know for sure with this Pattinson Batman takes place. By the way, that film is shooting and we have pictures from it. Um, Where is Mikey Christmas when gloating needs to take place? Well, yeah. He, well, last week on this show, Mikey Christmas, Mike Kalinowski, was saying that uh, he thought we were like a week away from getting an official shot of Batman in costume because it was that, filming. And he said because he's going to get spotted outside. Yes. He's going to get spotted outside. Mm-hmm. So let's just. I said July. You said June. Okay, just there's still no pictures I, I of know, him of Batman. I know. Yeah. So calm down. I hear you. On half a tick. I cannot calm down, sir. However, this first picture of the mi- motorcycle is very interesting because it's like, if that's Robert Pattinson, he's like wider than he is tall. What's going on? What is he covering up there? So great commentary on that because the first thing you said is if that's Robert Pattinson, which is true that it is not confirmed that this is. However, I mean, it is Robert Pattinson, clearly, correct? I, I, I don't know so. anybody who doesn't think that says Robert frickin' Pattinson. Yeah, I think it is, too. It really looks like uh, the, twi- the Twilight dude, I mean, yeah. Yeah. from his hands and forehead. Um, I mean, I suppose it could be a stunt double because he's on a motorcycle, but it also looks like he's gonna. He's like on like a trailer. It doesn't look like he's doing any, like, like long-range... Um, Driving, it looks no. like that's like a rig for for close up shooting. Um, and then Kalinowski also pointed out, Ryan. I don't know if you took this picture. I bet you did. That it looked very much like the zero hour storyline from the Batman New Fifty Two. Yeah, that's where he shows up and you know he doesn't have the bow and arrow or the cowl on, but, but there is in that. A... We got to see some nice guns, and in this, he's wearing a jacket that's covering the arms. So and it know. does look. It does. What do you think? It looks like he's got something going on under that suit. I don't know if this if this is an early version of. Bruce Wayne doing some pre the Batman identity maybe or it does it feels like Bruce Wayne just getting back to Gotham mm-hmm. and this is kind of like what he has to go with to start out with right you know well although I don't know that we're you know we're necessarily going to see a pre Batman Batman like I think uh, Matt Reeves I'm, has yeah, implied no that idea. he's he's already at work very early I'm in his career Batman. well yeah but it's it's what still was that? I'm Batman that was that was a great Robert Pattinson. Thank you. That was really well done. <laughs> I've worked on it for so long. Now we'll see how accurate you are once we actually hear, hear him, him speak. Well, that was actually just a recording of him. Uh, I think that to answer your question about him being wider than he is tall, I don't know. Maybe he's carrying something under that jacket. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's on a mission. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe it's what's just happening a puffy here. jacket. Yeah, maybe. I'll tell you what's under that jacket: a freaking bat suit. That's what he's got going on. What do you think about the question that I asked you in the chat, though, cause I, or in the text messages? Because you guys didn't respond to me because you don't love me, but also because you're busy people. Is Mostly he, the first. Though. Do we know Mostly anything about first. Robert Pattinson's uh, workout regimen right now? Like, is well, he going to be big and jacked under there? There, there were those like rumors that early on, yeah, a couple weeks ago, that they were delaying filming because he was having difficulty putting on the weight. I heard that too, but I didn't hear any like validation to that. I, yeah, I don't know. And I, I think, honestly... Gal Gadot started that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> 
too skinny. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ryan, what are, you, are you finding like workout pictures of Pattinson? I literally just Googled Robert Pattinson working out. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but what year oh, okay. are you so you're, so you're, <laughs> I'm right. seeing images popping up there, but we don't know. But but listen, the guy is super fit. If you saw The Lighthouse, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a question is, is he going to be a leaner Batman? Probably. But Christian Bale was a muscular, a but leaner Batman. I mean, compared to Affleck, anything would be a leaner mm-hmm. Batman. Except but for The Rock. The Rock would be a very <laughs> lumpy Batman. Imagine The Rock on that bike. This was January 5th. Oh, this was January, January 5th of this 5th. year? Of this year. Well, let me okay, ask so you, what is if you want to throw those up for people, you what guys want to see some topless Batman pictures? Uh, Ryan, what is he holding? Like a rock. That, that looks like a bag of garbage. He, uh, bag of but like as part of a workout routine, or is he just... I'm a little transfixed right now. He you looks know, okay. Happening? He looks fine. What? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to look into it. Don't worry about. Did you put that up for the people oh, to up. see? Okay. And and you got to think on on screen. He's go, it's going to look like he has more pounds to him. Yeah, of course. And, and Tom Cruise looks like normal human height. Yeah. You know? Someone talked to me about what the hell he's holding over his head. <laughs> he's training with practical things. Yeah, but like, you think he has a coach on the beach that's like, yo, pick up that garbage bag. You'll yes. put it over your head. Yeah, or maybe he found some garbage and he's like also doing some environmental oh. good works while also, he's going. Also, I got to say, it is 2020. I love you, R-Bats. R-Bats, you're cool. Get some cooler <laughs> glasses, man. These glasses are not my style. I don't know whether there's some goggle-looking glasses, some workout-looking glasses. I don't know what's happening on your face right now. Throw on some aviators or something that's like speaks to the our bats in you because, yo, get get something else on your face. Uh, Ryan, I need a zoom in. I need an extreme an ECU, please. Oh, extreme God. close up on these on these sunglasses. These were sunglasses from 1993. Uh, I am sorry, our bats. Come on. Uh, some people are saying uh, in the chat roll that that is in fact old photos. So I don't know. Uh, we're just finding these in real time. We will vet them. Also, maybe this is from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> they, could be, okay. they could be from 1993. All right, so we'll look at that. Um, but, you know, also in the chat roll, I'm seeing that people are okay uh, with a leaner Batman. We don't necessarily I'm need I'm fine it. with the lean yeah, Batman. I he's think lean, it makes he's sense. mean. He's live, you know? I think that's great. I think the Machine. last thing to be concerned about is the physique of Batman. Um, uh, what I are wa- you concerned about? Um, I was a little bit concerned with Todd Phillips. Um, you know, he's uh, gone around, around and he'd been really criticized for a lot of the things he said in the press tours, you know, about comedy or about this mm-hmm. or that. I heard him on NPR. I'm not sure if anybody heard him on Fresh Air this week, but I would recommend checking that out, checking out uh, Fresh Air with Todd Phillips. He he actually explains, you know, his, some of his comments about comedies and, 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 and how times are changing. And I think it's easy for people to be taken out of context. And the guy's not on social media to defend himself all the time. Right. So I think it was really fascinating listening to him talk about the film, talk about Joaquin. He mentioned that Joaquin's 50-pound weight loss was... Due to his insistence, Joaquin was implying that the Joker maybe was, you know, because he's on a lot of different medications, a lot of times those make you gain weight. And Todd Phillips was like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, you have to lose the weight. And he, and he was really concerned that he waited so long to actually lose the weight. And he did it in a, you know, rather short amount of time, like, like from like September or something he started. It was also interesting if you guys watched the Globes, uh, with Joaquin speaking to Todd Phillips and being like, I was a huge pain in the butt. Uh, apologies for that. And hearing him talk about, did you guys hear this, his speech about, um, I, 
thank you to everybody who's given me a second, third, fourth chance kind of thing. He was talking about how he's been challenging to work with and mm-hmm. wants to do better and all this stuff. It was a great speech. Uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty uh, powerful speech. But yeah, him him and Todd Phillips have both been very vocal this week about each other and to each other, which has been interesting. Yeah, it seems like it was a, a tumultuous uh, uh, effort, but uh, worthwhile, yeah. you know, starting with the standing ovation uh, and, and now going to a, a Golden Globe win, uh, a win for best score, which the more I hear that score, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. It, it, it was a good score. It's really, really, really moody. And he, oh, he also talked about the score. So this was a rare example of a film where they had finished pieces of music, but based on the script before they shot. So the DP had the music. Joaquin had the music. It was on set. They were oh, acting legit. in effect to the music, that's which he wild. said is never how no. they do it before. But probably very helpful for the actors. Oh, my God, yeah. I yeah. mean, even if you're using, like, temp music on set or theme music, I mean, the, all the things that it informed. He talks a lot about the dancing, too. Great listen. Anyway, so we get the Golden Globe Award. The BAFTAs come out. 11 nominations from the BAFTAs, I think, more than any other film. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Why? Why do you think this is so BAFTA-y? Why do you think that the Brits go for the uh, going for this kind of film? Uh... Edgy? I uh, think it's a bit edgy. Uh, I like it when Joaquin is like a joker. He's a funny bit of a man. Continue, please, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was a good bit of acting. Mm. I don't like, I get a bit sick of a Batman. I just like a joker film, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm, I do Because it's all those So this is what and... I find. I don't know. Uh, hopefully this is not offensive to anybody. It's a vast. <laughs> oh, in the, in the list of things that you've said yeah. that have been offensive, you, good a luck vast, topping yourself. vast generalization. But I find that British people tend to be okay being uncomfortable more than American people do. Uh, I think that they just are. I don't disagree. Are, they're okay being uncomfortable. And The Joker is a very uncomfortable film. Mm-hmm. And I think that. It, that is something that doesn't deter them. I think it actually motivates them to want to show its accomplishments yeah. because the the film is awkward and uh, makes you feel things inside like you, that are icky and weird. And but I think it, nobody can deny that it's a great movie. Um, so I, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised with all of the the noms. But what do you think these eleven? Do you think these give us a better idea that it? M- is going to get nominated in the Oscars for a lot more? Or do you think it's still... I don't think that there maybe is a correlation between no. BAFTA and Oscars, I, the big, Globes the, and Oscars. The big yeah. question right now is to see, like, people will say Todd Phillips is snubbed if he doesn't get nominated for uh, Best Director. Yeah. And that's the big question. He doesn't I think, nom or win? Nom, 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 nom. I, I have no idea about wins. You know, so some of the critique, and I heard Alec Baldwin on Howard Stern's show the other day basically doing, like, a, a pitch for award season and the sort of other take to Joker, the performance in Joker versus, say, an Adam Driver in a marriage story kind of performance is that Joker is a very actory kind of performance, right? There's a lot of acting going on, whereas opposed to a marriage story performance is just like human behavior incarnate and it's and it's textured and layered. Uh, they're both incredibly difficult incredibly challenging but different kinds of you know but for me I think it's so interesting that Adam Driver was nominated for Marriage Story because I know that's not exactly what we're talking about but we're talking about this how you nominate these actors I think that Adam Driver is if not the most talented working actor today top five he's incredible and his performance in Marriage Story was great 
But I thought it was equal to his performance in the report. Yeah. I thought that they were equally. I I think that he's funny. I just saw the report this week, but I haven't seen Marriage Story yet. So, My girlfriend won't watch it. Wasn't he me. great in the report? Wasn't I thought that he was excellent in it? Yeah, yeah. I, so, and I think he's excellent in both. Um, but I feel like what Joaquin does is takes on a smaller amount of um, like these huge, impactful, not. Um, just a a slice of life movie, like these roles mm-hmm. that you have to transform, and so it just depends on what you want to honor that year. Adam Driver, I feel like, lives his truth all the time and mm-hmm. finds the character's meaning, and uh, and you know you can see the Juilliard training in him. You can see where he just lives, and Joaquin is a spectacle. Like you yeah. can't take your eyes off of him. So I think it. Yeah, I'm I'm torn. For me, luckily I'm not voting, but if I was. Uh, I I think Joaquin should win Best Actor at the Oscars this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't hate on either. I think I think Joaquin should be in there too. Um, I agree. You know, like it, it's two different styles, but they both show the same. They have great range, and they can both almost like I don't see Adam Driver disappearing in the role. I see Joaquin kind of disappear a little bit here and there. I mean, it's a it's a tour de force performance. I mean, it's it, it, I think it's great. I would love to see him win for it. You know, I really do think it could happen. I feel like there's certainly more momentum for it now. Yeah, I do too. Oh, yeah. and, and 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 people who haven't seen this film are going to still be talking about it. I mean, it is it is uh, it's a behemoth. And also to get back to that Todd Phillips thing, he he's very open about the fact that he they wanted to do this kind of story, and they thought a way to sneak it in was to wrap it in a, in a, in a comic book veneer. It was to play the game, mm-hmm. right? Rather than to, you know, some directors uh, kind of bitch about what people aren't going to see and what's cinema, what's not cinema. This is an approach that is more like, I'm going to give them a a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Like. And, and and it worked, you know. I mean, it absolutely worked. So. Speaking of uh, of Todd Phillips, though, there was some other controversy going on with him this week as oh, well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Uh. Um. So this has been obviously something that people have been talking about a while since the Joker was announced, and everybody talking about having the extra security uh, in theaters because of the incels, and 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 uh, there's been a conversation surrounding the movie. But actually, the parents of the Aurora shooting. Um, talked about this this week they said uh and it uh, their names are sandy uh i I believe sandy and laura lonnie possibly um they said we are not outraged about the joker because it has become a thing uh to look for things to be outraged about Mm -hmm. and then they said um they explained that their daughter was quote murdered by an individual who was easily able to obtain firearms and ammunition in aurora colorado right this Um, was of course during the opening weekend of dark knight rises i'm sure everybody will remember that they said we are outraged because since her death approximately 272,700 more americans lost their lives in gun violence. I mean, that is a staggering number. Um, that's more than a quarter of a million people. So uh, they just, they went on to talk more. They said, we are outraged because in the face of such carnage, Warner Brothers continues to profit from movies that depict fictional acts of gun violence while donating to lawmakers and candidates who make it easier for individuals to obtain firearms and commit acts of violence in the real world. We are outraged at your flippant and dismissive remarks about our very real concerns, and we are outraged that Warner Brothers has refused to meet with survivors of gun violence. Um, Hmm. 
and then other the families also penned another letter um, that ta- that was released on THR. Part of it said, "We are calling on you to be a part of growing the growing chorus of corporate leaders who understand that they have a social responsibility to keep us all safe." Um, and there's more to the letter. Uh, if you guys want to go read it, I suggest that you do. But uh, just for me personally, I think that the, these parents have a right to say whatever they want to say. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that they are speaking out. I, I think that they have a right to be angry or outraged or however they uh, want to describe that. And I hope that Warner Brothers does listen to them. I also don't feel that uh, this movie is the problem, but... I understand why they could want to be heard and want Warner Brothers to take a stand. The the horrible connection here is the person who committed the atrocity in Aurora called himself the Joker, dressed like the Joker. Right. Okay, this film was criticized for being a film that it really wasn't before it even came out. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is not that film. So it's like you're connecting things that people were putting on the film, and that is valid because, like they say, if even one person is set off in the wrong direction... You know, whether it's because of the film or because of the hype of that people associated with the film, you know, the film can't, you know, the film is going to be what it's going to be. It's like, you know, you know, you don't know what's going to be the thing that motivates someone to do, you know, an awful act. Right. Um, Right. Todd Phillips also responds to some of the some of that in that NPR uh, interview as well and talking about how he doesn't feel that they do. They are flipping about death. There's only about seven people killed in that film and that it is. I certainly don't think the film glorifies. No, not at all. Or justifies. I mean, and I mean, and you're right. You know, you have the right. You need to you need to speak up about this. You need to talk about it. It's something that you everyone needs to be aware of. But at the same time, let's say, okay, you know, you shouldn't have made this movie. Cool. What about Hobbs and Shaw? What about uh, 19, John Wick? John Wick, nineteen seventeen. It's an army, a, a war movie out right now. It's kind of almost glorifying war. Like, I didn't it, feel that way. Well, I mean, but what I'm saying is, like, there's always going to be something you can that someone can point at and go, "Well, that glorifies this. Mm-hmm. That glorifies that." You know, there's always going to be. Things that, and it's up to up to us to kind of find the way to get around that. Right. I mean, we're 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 barraged with it all the time. But in films, video games, mm-hmm. The Bachelor. I have seen though uh, quite a bit of hatred towards uh, on the internet, of course, um, towards the uh, the people that are outraged towards the parents of oh, people yeah. who have lost. And what I would say is try to be understanding that that yeah. yeah. the, these are parents of uh, the that said that statement of a daughter. Their daughter was killed. You know, and that's something that unless you've been there, I can't imagine you could possibly understand. No. So uh, looking for answers and doing and doing everything they can to um, even make one less person have to go through what they've gone through. So I get I get why they want the dialogue, the conversation mm-hmm. and want Warner Brothers to be part of these companies that take a stance. Um, before we completely get off Joker, the Joker actor himself, I believe, has just been arrested. He was uh, arrested. Uh, Ryan, I, I, uh, this I is a just, story that was happening yeah. as we came in here, so please let me know what's going on. Real quick, I just wanted to make one thing uh, clear. I think it was debunked that that uh, shooter did call himself the Joker. The oh, early, really? Early reports did say that, but that has, has since been debunked. However, oh, he did die as wow. Well. I, I never heard that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. To, wow. People in the chat were kind of calling that out as well. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I hope that's true. Of Joaquin Phoenix getting at the protest today, getting arrested uh, against climate change with Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen. Huh. So what did they do to get arrested is the thing. Like, I understand, yeah. like, peaceful protests, or were they just on property they're not supposed to be on? Did somebody moon somebody? Like, what, what led to the actual arresting? 
They were on property. So it was a protest in an effort to build support against climate change. Mm -hmm. Um, They were occupying the steps of the Capitol building, not letting anyone through. And then they, it was like a peaceful, 147 people got arrested. Those arrested were charged with crowding, obstructing, or in condemning, and then released. So that's what they were charged with, one of those things. Ah, okay. Well, uh, before we move on to uh, TV time, just a couple of quick notes here. John Cena uh, was asked if he's playing Peacemaker in Suicide Squad. That was an awesome interview. Well, okay, okay. BC, fill me in on this because I'm, so, I'm not so, up to speed. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked me, was like, hey, so you know, the internet's saying that you played Peacemaker. And he goes, yeah, well, the internet has also said that I've died on several occasions. Ah! So, you know, they're not the, they're not the most reliable. Uh, I can't say what I'm playing, but I can tell you that I am – Filming su- the Suicide Squad right now. Wow. So, so what's interesting about this to me is how late night works, you guys know. They discuss what they're going to discuss on air, off air before, mm-hmm. and have to approve it, right? So John Cena's people would not have let John Cena go on the show if they didn't already know Jimmy Kimmel was going to ask that question and yeah. didn't already have a prepared answer for it. So that means that John Cena's people are okay with Jimmy Kimmel saying – you're playing Peacemaker, the character. See, Roxy's doing a great little detective reversal. She's, you're absolutely right. That doesn't come up without him uh, saying, you know, you mm-hmm. wouldn't try to trick him. So, no. So it's just interesting to think that this is, uh, he wants the buzz around this. Exactly. And who are you playing? Uh, I would probably think that that's accurate. I, yeah. If I had, if I had to put money, if I was a betting woman, which I am, but my therapist tells me I need to stop. <laughs> He's playing Peacemaker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I don't, so. I don't know much about Peacemaker, so I don't know, you know, how... If, if he John makes Cena... the peace. <laughs> that, uh... All right. That's the... Oh, God. <laughs> Pick it up. Pick up the... I was making a joke. Come on. Come on, people. Come on. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I love Cena. I think he does a great job in, like, his comedic roles. I think he's got good comedic timing. So if they can, if they can play on that... And stay away from the I'm trying to be a serious action dude. Mm-hmm. I think it, he'll really have a lot of fun in this. What do you think, Adam? Um, I do think that he's playing Peacemaker. I think makes that the piece. But yeah, because it's not a character that anybody knows. Yeah. So this is almost a way of teasing it, getting out there. Maybe some people try to look up. See say, who okay, the now who is, is Peacemaker? Yeah, um, but. Um, I'm very. I, I've also kind of been waiting for this guy to really click with me. Like he was great in that um, uh, what train was, wreck. That one, mm-hmm. right? And other stuff doesn't always work for me. That happens a lot yeah. of times with these like wrestler dudes. And like you see what happened with David Bautista in the hands of this very same director. Yeah. So I think James Gunn really knows how to use people. I think he knows how to put his chess pieces in in the right places. So I think. Whatever he's doing, it's going to be a great turn for him. Quick uh, wiki search on Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a pacifist diplomat so committed to peace that he was willing to use force as a superhero to advance the cause. He uses an array of special non-lethal weapons and also founds the Max, uh, the Pax Institute. Most of the villains he goes up against are dictators and warlords. Hmm. He makes it a peace. Makes of the piece. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And I, I guess I, I'm not familiar if, uh, if if this character has appeared in the Suicide Squad. I'm assuming he has, and that's why people are tying him yeah. to the team. Chat roll, is Peacemaker often in the Suicide Squad? Let me know. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, just so you guys know, it does say under film, 
Uh, Peacemaker will appear in the upcoming Suicide Squad as the newest member, played by John Cena. It says that where? On Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, but that they also said he's been dead sometimes. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, but but it is uh, uh, also meet the new characters John Cena. Uh, James Gunn will introduce, this was a Jeff Snyder article from Collider from March of 2019 uh, talking about and, Peacemaker. But okay. not saying that John Cena was playing Peacemaker, but saying that Peacemaker <laughs> Peacemaker would be introduced. So uh, Yeah, it sounds like he's playing Peacemaker. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it really does. Based on what the character looks like, what sounds, he said. It also sounds like he's okay with you knowing that. Yeah. Not that he said it. Exactly. But that you should know. Isn't this just wrestling gamesmanship right Ex- now? This is exactly what we do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, guys, also, if you are in the chat right now, thank you so much for joining us this whole time. Uh, thank you to all of you guys who have made fun of my amazing jokes in here. And mm-hmm. if you are uh, here after the fact as well, don't forget to thumbs up. We're almost at 100 thumbs up right now. We appreciate nice. all over 300 of you watching live Stick and everybody way who's watching up. afterwards. Way up there. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, get your thumbs as high as they can go. Just really shove it. The thumb up. Uh, and and before we jump into TV time, David Ayer, uh, who is always very vocal, uh, was responding to. Uh, I guess I guess he like there were implications that he was fired or was not asked back, but he implied that he turned down mm-hmm. a Suicide Squad sequel. He also just very recently on Twitter sl- clapped back at, at a at a stupid fan calling his you know. Uh, film a hit a, a, a flop saying like the, the new one would flop like the like the first one he's like well 746 million <laughs> disagree with that you, he said you need to learn business or you need to learn to business <laughs> which is so true so true uh, I guess it's to, ha, depends on how you describe define success but to me that's a success so. it certainly was a financial success uh, and then uh, he um yeah, I think that was uh, that was all we had in the world of the movie news. Which means it's time for yeah. Strives TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so divine. Also, Mikey, Christmas time. DC movie news. It's time to talk TV time. Yeah, love that song. Uh, crisis, guys. Crisis, baby. We back. Uh, I'm happy that we're going to have the next two episodes of Crisis this coming week. Right after this weekend, right? We're back in June 4th, January 14th. Yeah, January 14th, and month before Valentine's Day. Figure out who your Valentine's going to be by watching Crisis. You know who's not excited about Crisis right now? I mean, okay, look. Look, I'm excited to watch it now. Now I'm excited. I'm not excited they had to show us half of it and then break for a month and a half. You can't always get what, what but, you want. I mean, you know? and I, I refuse to watch it. I did not watch the first half. I'm going to watch it all now when I can watch it together. Well, it's starting on Tuesday, so you should do us. You should watch an episode Saturday, yeah. an episode Sunday, an episode like, Monday. I feel they should have uh, ended, go into the break with it, or go into the break with us looking at the red skies coming in and st- Come back from the break with it. Yeah. Well, um, listen. I've ugh, I didn't I haven't loved it. There are some cool things which uh, Ivan Soto just pointed out in the in the chat roll. There are some cool character developments that they've kind of dealt with, as mm-hmm. you know, at least that a certain character is leaving the CW verse yep. very soon, leaving the Arrowverse, and and how are they going to get to that? Um, I think overall, it's just been a lot of like stuff and not so much of a great story yeah. for me. It's just like here's this, here's this, here's that. Um, Brandon Routh as Superman is is great. Though. Yeah, I I'm mean, excited to see he's that. He's really, really. Uh, it's been my favorite part of the whole yeah. thing so far is just seeing him. He's, it's it's cool looks, to see him put it back on. He looks like a man. 
He looks like a man. He looks like a man. Yeah, like he was Superboy in his film where well, he played yeah. Superman, and now, now he looks Superman. like Superman. Especially next. I'm sorry. They're all great. Every everyone at Tyler Hecklin is awesome, and they just he looks like a, a man though. He looks like a total hunk. Sorry. Yeah. Total hunk. He's hunk of something. Hunk of something. Yeah. Hunk of something. yeah. Um, but other than that, Watchmen is done. Uh, Harley Quinn is on right now. Are you liking Harley yeah, Quinn? Yeah, dude. Incredible. That is hilarious. It's the best. It's the best. It's it's like South Park with a Gotham wrapping around it. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's awesome. I agree. Uh, I'm all about it. I've I've slammed through that. It thing. is South Park hilarious. Yeah. It, Bane, it, Bane's my favorite character other year. <laughs> I mean, I would say like... <laughs> It's going to be interesting because, like, if, if Birds of Prey, like, if it's close to that funny, I mean, yeah. if they can get, like, I some real I think it's going to be in, vein, in that same kind of vein. I hope so. I just hope that, like, like Deadpool had crazy laugh-out-loud moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember seeing Deadpool for the first time. It was Valentine's weekend with my girlfriend at the time, and I was crying tears in the theater laughing. Oh, like, yeah. there haven't even been that many movies in the last ten years that I cried tears like that. So... You know, it'll be interesting to see if there are some real laugh out loud moments. I know that's a big thing to ask, right? Of, no, of Prey, we but, can do it. But but the show has laugh out loud moments. That's my point. Just such a shout out to Lake Bell. I think that her poison ivy is mm-hmm. so spot on. So uh, good. She she's like an ultimate hero of mine. When people ask me as an actress what what like type I, she's like my dream type. I I think she's amazing. And uh, she, uh anyway, her poison ivy is like yeah. out of this world funny. So, so good and dry. Uh, okay, Adam. Uh, time, I think it's time to get us out of here. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, this has been a pleasure. We'll have many more stories next week, I'm sure. More pictures of Battens and all that. Um, Roxy Stryer, where can people find you in the world? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I will say, guys, uh, now after the Collider uh, stuff has gone down, I am live streaming for my own YouTube Five days a week, uh, wow. youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer. It's been really fun so far. Um, almost at 20,000 subscribers. So wow. go over, subscribe. I really appreciate everybody who's shown me love there. Um, but I, I think I'm at 19,000. So we get me to wow. 20,000 subscribers. I love you guys so much. YouTube.com slash Roxy Stryer. 19's not enough. That's, you need more? That's insane. That's great. Help me out. Okay, bro. I'll help you out. BC, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all social media at RealJackassBC, R-E-L-J-A-C-K-A-S-S-B-C. And my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash jackass nation. I'm at like 200 subscribers. Help me out. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Some of you should leave Roxy and go to BC. <laughs> uh, I'm Adam Gertler. Six you can years. find me at Adam Gertler. Um, if there's a doghouse near you, go check it out. Let me know what you think. That's my food. And uh, if you get yourself a ninja and you want to know how to use it, I can talk to you about that as well. Ninja foodie. Word. Just got one for Christmas. All right. We'll talk, man. Dope. All right. We'll see you next time on DC Movie News. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.